Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is the final word daily South Africa versus Australia, Melbourne, day two, an absolute stinker. Jeff Lemon and Barrett Cinderace, and we're sitting outside the MCG. It's It was 37, it still feels like about 34, Barrett. Yeah, it felt like sitting on top of and being surrounded by a bunch of Bunsen burners. It was like proper heat today. Uh, Though we were lucky to be in the air-conditioned box for quite a bit, but even in, in our commentary box, because we kept the window open for the ambient sound, it was getting steamy. The air-conditioning was not good enough in certain parts, and yeah, no wonder we saw what we saw today. Very bizarre day, which I'm sure you'll sum it up in 30 seconds. In 30 seconds, David Warner, David Warner, David Warner, David Warner, David Warner. It was his day, 100th test match, 200 not out by the time he walked out. He was feeling the heat before this game. Some questions about his place, but he put the heat on South Africa. He survived the heat himself right until the end. Heinrich Nokia, bold heat, bold quick, didn't get a lot of support. Warner survived that battle, got through the day. Only two wickets actually fell in the day. Labuschagne run out. Steve Smith made 85. Big partnership between Smith and Warner, 239, I'm going to say, off the top of my head. Um, and Travis had 48 from 48 at the end. Australia only three wickets down, but plenty retired hurt. We might start there. Yeah. Uh, so Warner's retired hurt with cramp, so that means he can come back and bat tomorrow. Cameron Green's retired hurt with his index finger on his bowling hand smashed. It was bleeding badly, got yeah. hit by Nokia. Um, and Mitchell Stark went off the field yesterday with a damaged finger while fielding and is unlikely to bat given that they don't want his bowling hand to get hit and have his bowling finger damaged. So Australia, 197 in front, but... A couple of bowlers down. When Stark was out, you went, well, they've got Green as the backup mm. policy. If Green's out, well, things could start to get difficult in the third innings. It can. It's such a bizarre day. You just look at that scorecard, and if you haven't been following what's been happening today, you'd, you'd wonder what's happened. The score is 3 for 386. Uh, the lead is 197. And there are two retired hurts uh, or mentions in, in, in the same same scorecard. David Warner's 200 retired <laughs> Cam Green, I don't know how many did he get. And six retired hurt. Yep. It, it was just bizarre. I think it was such a bizarre day. It was summed up by the fact that uh, Richard Kettleborough was suffering from cramps. It was that hot. Uh, and we could have had another over, but he was, he just couldn't get to the stumps in time. The clock was 5.59. We spoke about 5.59 yesterday as well. And the umpire just couldn't get in time to the stumps. And as a result, play was called off. The South Africans weren't complaining. At some level, I don't think the Australians were complaining either. It was total domination. Let's face it, this series was built up to be number one versus number two. But I think in a, in many ways, it's put these rankings into perspective for me. South Africa have really looked flat. Yes, Nokia bowled beautifully. I mean, he stood out. Many would have bowled better and not 
or many would have bowled worse and taken a lot of wickets in the history of test cricket. Uh, but yeah, he got no support from the other end. The captaincy was yeah. awful, to be honest, during many parts. Um, and yeah, they did not look like a number two team at all. Nokia was so fierce, like he stood out so much that he, it, it was almost like they were just able to survive him. Mm and then put all of their energy and focus the batters into playing against the other bowlers you know and it yeah. was it was as though because, almost because he was so good he ended up being not all that effective he gets one wicket with the old ball when they turn to him in desperation after 74 overs and said we can't afford to wait <laughs> until the new ball comes for you to come on and bowl um and he got steve smith caught uppercut uppercutting in the gully but aside from that you know yeah it was as though okay well nokia's on for five overs at the start of the first session then five overs after lunch and as long as we just get through that spell, and it was difficult, you know, Warner really had to try hard, you know, had, there, was, uh, there were a lot of close calls in, in those overs. But any time the ball was short, they were just able to get out of the way, let him wear himself out, you know, and then there wasn't, there, there was something there from Rabada, but not as much as there needed to be. And there was not much from Ngidi, who just looked really flat today. I mean, Maharaj was just bowling fast and flat at the stumps and trying to contain, and that didn't really work either. And Marco Janssen bowled very little, you know, bowled 16 overs in the innings, uh, some of those yesterday. So just didn't contribute for whatever reason. I don't know if there was an injury problem. I mean, he got hit so often when he was batting and that's one of the risks of taking one of your good players and, and bat, one of your good bowlers and batting them at seven is if you're treating them like part of the specialist batting lineup, then they are likely to be targeted in a different kind of way, in a more sustained way. And so having him out there batting, you know, maybe he had some soreness from being hit so many times in the ribs with the short ball. But mostly it was just a matter of patience. It was like, I remember we talked yesterday about the tactical nature of Cummins sending South Africa in was in order to have them bowling today. That worked. And then the tactical nature of Smith and Warner in partnership. So Labuschagne runs himself out early. There's an overthrow. He turns for a second and then stops. Warner's already committed to the second. Labuschagne's hesitated watching the ball, and so he gets run out for 14. But, you know, that was a gift wicket, really. But after that, it's just Smith and Warner patience, waiting, and Warner keeps picking off the singles and turning over the strike, so the scoreboard keeps moving. He doesn't hit a lot of boundaries, only four in his first 50, but they just stay out there, and it's like they're saying, if we wait two or three hours, you guys will be exhausted, then we'll profit, and that's exactly what happened. It was a masterclass on test match batting. I think it's hardcore test cricket, uh, what we haven't seen from the South African batters. A few of them have got starts, but once they get to 50, they throw it away, or at least if not throw it away, make bad choices, play shots that they could avoid, which is what Smith and Warner did not do. Uh, and, and, you know, some poetic sort of, or there's a poetic nature to that partnership as well. First time they're batting together against South Africa since 2018 and everything that happened there, and they put on, what, 239, like you said. Uh, why their biggest partnership of their career, and they've only had five century partnerships, that surprised me when I looked it up. Yeah, that's surprising. Uh, it, and it's it's that was the nature even when they were both at their respective peaks, right? Either Warner would yeah. score or Steve Smith would score. I do remember that 2014-15 series against India where both of them did score uh, a lot of runs. But because Warner scores so quickly, often by the time Steve Smith comes in and settles, Warner's Warner's done. Like he's he got the triple hundred, but and then also the Manus Labuschagne factor. When he got the triple hundred, he batted a lot with Manus, and mm. I think they put on what 300, 400, whatever it was. So yeah. I think that's third biggest partnership of Warner's career today, 
Exactly, there you go. So I think that has played a lot into it because Warner dominates partnerships so much. And he did dominate that partnership as well uh, to a large part. Uh, Steve Smith uh, was fi- uh, he just did a press conference now. He's had a flu for the last few days, so it, he really looked a little quite pale at the end of it. He wasn't cramping like David Warner was, of course, uh, and we, I'm sure we'll talk about it. But he looked pretty pretty sick and out of it, honestly. Uh, understandably, when you have a flu uh, or you've had a flu for three, four days and you're batting in what 37 38 degrees heat not to forget you're in the kit and in the heat of the battle uh, all that adds up so uh, he didn't look at his best but he still made 85 got a couple of reprieves uh, was dropped by Kyle Verena behind the stump so that all helped but um, yeah I think Dean Elgar let Kesha Maharaj down but at the same time you can you also question Kesha Maharaj. He is the senior spinner. Uh, so he should have had some say in setting his fields because he comes into the attack at a time where uh, Smith, and Warner, uh, Smith and Warner are batting well, but they, they aren't dominating the attack. But still, the field was spread out. There were like three boundary boundary riders. And it was just easy scoring. And he bowled at one end for a long time. And once David Warner started cramping, that made him even more dangerous. That's when he started playing a lot of shots. Uh, started going after Kesha Maharaj a lot. And I think it was... It was one of those great... The, uh, you can look at what mm. David Warner did today and say it was the greatest hits of David Warner. right? That's going to be my piece as well, by the way. Uh, because we saw it all. We saw him pull the ball. We saw him drive a lot of balls through the covers. We saw him run like he was a 21-year-old. It was intense running between the wickets. Maybe that also kind of led to the run-out with Manas Labushin. I don't think it was either uh, batter's fault. 50-50, I think we, we'll, we'll call it. The, the run-out. Uh, the cause of the run-out. But... Warner was just so intense about everything he did and he really meant mm. uh, to put on a show and he put on a show, especially after he started cramping. And uh, well, it, well, really after his 100 came up because he's up until the 100, he's just collecting runs. Yeah. He's just being the ultra-professional. He, uh, he didn't hit a lot of boundaries. He hit a lot of threes. Mm. Um, he picked up twos and, and there would often be a two and a one in and over. Then it would hand over to Smith. Then Smith would block three balls. Then Warner would score you know, a, a run, swap the strike over. Smith would block out the next over and so on. Then Warner would get a boundary and a single. Then Smith would block four balls. You know, that, that seemed to be the pattern that just kept going. So he just did that warner collecting thing up mm. until he got past 100 then he starts playing some more shots gets the reverse sweep out a couple of times uh starts hitting the spinner down the ground a couple of times and and even steve smith you know that the first ball that maharaj bowls after lunch smith skips down and hits him for six over long on as if just to say don't you know don't think that you're going to get away with just landing them on a length here the over against Ngidi where smith goes pull shot for four uppercut for four in the space of three balls. So he would occasionally wake up and, and play a few shots, but then I remember he was on 33 for about half an hour. He was on seven for a really long time. And he was just happy to wait it out as well because Warner kept scoring at the other end. So Warner was able to drive that partnership. Smith was able to give him the support. It worked really well. Um, and yeah, you know, despite the spells from Nokia that were good, South Africa didn't have an answer from everybody else. One made an over. One made an over is all they bowled throughout the day, which kind of really sums Oof. up everything. That's that's a terrible stat when you come into the, a test match with your captain saying, we have the best bowling attack in the world, regardless of how flat the pitch was. And it was flat, let's face it. There were a few. And, and that's added to the bizarre nature of the day's play where three guys were hit on the fingers. Smith was hit on the finger. David Warner needed some attention. He was hit on the index finger. And of course, Cam Green was retired hurt because he, he was hit on the finger. It wasn't so much... Uh, 
spots on the pitch. Andrik Nokia spoke about how they were uh, trying to just change their grips around where they could get a few balls to jump and a few balls just kind of skid through. And it worked out at least on three occasions. But uh, you still have to be better than that as a test attack to bowl more than one made an over. How, as full credit to David Warner and Steve Smith and Travis Head later on, but one made an over is not good enough. Travis had 48 or 48 balls at the end. I mean, almost didn't notice that it happened. Yeah. He just keeps doing it. He'll he'll probably make 100 tomorrow. David Warner will probably come back because he'll, he will have rested overnight. When a wicket falls, he can come in and make 300 if he wants. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just, as we were walking for the press conference room, I did see David Warner just walking away from the from the dressing room. And he, he was still not looking 100%, but he, he looked much better than what he looked like when he was trying to leave the field. It was quite a scene, right? It was straight out of wrestling, mm. I thought, uh, where he finishes, gets to the double hundred and the celebration where he's down on his knees and he's pumping his fist. And then he gets up and I could almost sense, I was I had the binoculars on him, almost the thought bubble come up in his head. It isn't the greatest hits of David Warner unless I do the leap and celebrate a milestone the way only David Warner does. And it's as he puts his foot down that I think it kind of aggravated the cramps and that was it for him. That was yeah. it. Then the medical professionals came in. Medical professionals. So I've got two wrestling there. Uh, but the doctor and the physio came out and it took at least 10-12 minutes for David Warner to somehow find a way to leave the field. <laughs> it, it, was, it was quite a sight. Quite, uh, quite a bit of theatre over there uh, during that period. That should be in the final word Hall of Fame uh, which is brought to you by Woodstock. Cricket, woodstockcricket.co.uk, 20% off bats, TFW20, put that in at the checkout. Nice and easy. Yeah, David Warner trying to do the Toyota jump and then having a calf cramp halfway through and having to stop. Great, great stuff there. Um, earlier there was the, the, the over where Nokia bounced him, it came off the helmet, away to fine leg, four leg buys, Warner gets a long medical timeout, passes the concussion check, gets allowed to continue. Um, and then Labashain's run out, what, two balls later, one ball later? And so then a new player comes in. So the whole over took something like 14 minutes to get through the over. It was extraordinary. Um, I mean, Travis Head, 48 or 48, I thought was worthwhile. But, but my Hall of Fame nomination above all is that at three wickets down tonight, Nathan Lyon was padded up to come in next because with two retirees and Stark not batting, they were like, well, okay, you're the, you're the best qualified player to come in next. He wasn't going to come in as night watchman. He was just going to come in to bat. Oh, yeah, but aren't we burying the lead for the Hall of Fame? I mean, uh, you're always told as a visitor when you come to Australia, watch out for the spiders. And Andrik Nokia, unfortunately, did not do that. And it wasn't his fault. He was out there having bowled four outstanding overs to David Warner. He just stood there, end of the over, and suddenly you... S- see look up and he's on the floor because he's been knocked down by spider cam and for a while it was funny everybody laughed about it even he got up brushed his left shoulder uh, you could see him him giggling away and the physio came in and uh, the physio was asked to leave and then later on when you saw that clip I think it was n- not funny at all and the spider cam was not used after that uh, we just heard in the press conference uh, the operators did apologize to the South African team because when you see the replay it could have been really serious if you just turned this way or that way at the wrong I 
you know, couple of seconds here or there, he could have hit him on the face, and that's a heavy equipment. It was coming at him yeah. at, at, at high speed. Uh, Spider Cam's massive. If you've never seen oh, it, it's like as tall as you are yeah. and made of metal. It's like Ned Kelly's armor coming at you mm -hmm. on. Uh, and I saw the footage from the Spider Cam itself because they they were tracking around yeah. doing a big circle around the oval shot, and the next thing you know, it's tilted on its side, and then in the background you see this player just rolling mm -hmm. away, like it's collected him and smashed him over at high speed. I mean. They talk about the broadcasters being biased towards the home team, but that's a, a different level. That is a different level, right? Knockout their best bowler by using spider cam. <laughs> Initially, it was just like getting to yeah. the cameras to focus on certain things that you want the camera to pick up, especially in Australia, South Africa test matches. But this was a new uh, way out, I guess. But no, no, we shouldn't make light of it either. It could have been serious. And, and Andrik Nokia actually spoke about it. They have apparently in the past discussed about the spider cam coming too low. And, and, yeah, yeah, and, and you know it shouldn't be so low. It shouldn't be at head height. Yeah, and players have got annoyed about this when they're batting, about yeah. it being in their eye line, all that kind of thing. There is a degree of intrusiveness. You know, why does it need to be less than two meters above the ground? Exactly. And today was the best example or illustration of what can go wrong. Yeah. It could have gone very, very wrong. Thankfully for Nokia and everyone concerned, it, it, it he could just brush it off and bowl again and get a wicket and sort of laugh it off. I think he mentioned Temba Bauma as well. Imagine if what happens to him. Like it, <laughs> He's the only one maybe who's safe. With, it goes over his head. I know, with the yeah. spider cam travelling at that, that distance or that height. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that has to be, I guess, the, the Hall of Fame moment. But there's so many. I mean, the, the spa treatment that David Warner seemed to be getting at one point with the plastic chairs in there. Uh, it, it, you know, he looked out of it, honestly. Towel on his head, towel on his face, towel all around his body. Uh, it was quite an achievement, but you know, it just kind of added to the to the allure of the David Warner show. All right, I think that's enough from us from a hot and sweltering day. Still, even in the evening, as it, it starts to cool a bit in Melbourne, uh, this has been the final word daily. If you want to support the show, Patreon.com/slash the final word is the place to do that. Otherwise, keep an eye on the feed. We'll be back with you on day three. Protected by the way, ain't fenced in my future questions. My current senses that'd be the same. We've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant. Yeah. I had to go about it.